right, for the 17th time, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Another Bourbon Show. <laughs> Ryan, you motherfucker. Got it. 133rd time, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. I meant this for is... the 17th time tonight. Not. I know. Not but the 133rd. We are, this is the very 133rd episode of Another Bourbon Show. That's a special milestone or something, right? I know. Yeah. That's like, what I was saying. Like 131, meh. Yeah. 132, you're like. You're there. You're almost there. 133, we're we're shit hot. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. We're so close to being rich. This is the one. It's gonna push us over the edge. One video for every view that we get. <laughs> yeah. That's about right. That's <laughs> close to it actually. But lifetime. <laughs> That's kind of fucking sad if you think about it, dude. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, welcome Let's back this to another whiskey. episode of another Burger Show. <laughs> uh, tonight we are drinking a Ohio distillery product. Uh, it comes out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, I think you can call it a craft distillery. They're not very big, regional at best. I just read online that they've been purchased by a larger conglomerate, also that I've never heard of. Um, but tonight we're going to be drinking some Watershed Bottled in Bond. Uh, this is a four-year product. Uh, it's bourbon. Uh, I don't know much else about it. I don't know the mash bill. I know that the price for this was about $50. Um, I grabbed this off the shelf specifically because... I had heard of it, heard good things about it, and had never once seen it on the shelf in Illinois and figured, well, let's support this distillery and grab a bottle of it. Uh, but before we do much of anything else, Stephen, what do you think about that label? Uh, I think what's really special on this, and I would encourage people to go look it up or go to the end of the video where I'll have the like image of the bottle because... If you're not quite seeing some of the differences between the, the reds in the bottle from uh, Dan's camp, it actually looks really good right now. But just to get a little extra detail on a higher res image, it looks like a really good bottle. Um, it's the choice of the color is really interesting and unique. This is one that I think it's kind of understated in a lot of ways, um, but I think it it comes together to look really nicely. And a big part of that is just the unusual color choices that they have on the label. It's kind of an unusual shape as well. There's a lot of like, it's not just an oval or something like that. There's, it almost looks like a little badge or like a plaque. Um, and it just comes together, look real nice. You see that it's aged four years right there at the bottom. The four is really big. They're not trying to hide that it's kind of a, a young uh, whiskey, um, which I appreciate that as well. Um, I think I just, I like just about everything about the bottle, to be honest. It's a really good looking bottle. I'm going to give it an eight coming in pretty high on this one. I It doesn't really get into the hollowed grounds of like the nines and the tens because I think that it's 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 missing something that that makes it look prestigious almost. Um, it's, it's that kind of like it's an unnameable quality that just doesn't quite have for me. But I think that if it was sitting on the shelf with some of the other offerings that they have, I haven't even looked those up but I'm betting it would, it would bump it up a little bit more for me. Even I think it's, it's a really cool direction with the bottle and uh, not something I would have expected based on the name alone. Like when I just heard watershed, I didn't, I just, I kind of pictured like a rustic 
kind of bottle or something, but it, I think it looks really great. I think it looks modern, but it doesn't look generic. So. Okay. One thing I want to add in is look at how beautiful Ryan looks right now. <laughs> now it's my turn. Best he's looked in a, <laughs> a long time. It's the best he's looked in a week. Let's be honest with you. Choose <laughs> Zoom for all your important meetings. <laughs> One yeah. thing I, I want to, I do want to mention about the watershed bottle that I think is a cool touch is that, so here's the backside, the back label, right? There's lots of print. I don't give a shit about that, but the colors are cool. Cooler to me though, is that instead of going with a white background on the like inside of it, the the bottle facing side, they did like a red with black pattern that really like, it just adds a little touch to it. that's, That's so simple. It's just on the adhesive side of this label and it's red with like, I don't know, some sort of a black line image back there that kind of looks a little bit cool, especially when you're seeing it through the whiskey. So I thought that was pretty cool. Ryan, you got anything you want to add? Yeah, I kind of echoing what Steven said, uh, high res image, the bottle looks completely different than what we see here. It's really cool. It's almost like a like a purplish red, kind of like the shirt Steven's wearing right now. It's a little more like mellow toned of, of what Steven's wearing, but I really like, like the brighter red, um, like outlying of it, of the actual label. If you see if that bottle is still like that, but yeah, I, I just think it looks sharp. It's really cool. I've never heard of the whiskey before. If I saw it on the shelf, I'd be like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And probably buy a bottle. Well, I'll say that it was when I it was easy to notice on the shelf, right? Like I had never held a bottle of it, but something about the bottle definitely brought my eyes to it and for me to rec- look at it and recognize, oh shit, that's Watershed. I want to give this one a shot. And I have been wanting to give it a shot. So so there you have it. So. Two, that, two bottles I kind of think of that make interesting color choices that also stand out to me are um, like Sagamore Spirits. Yeah. And also, um, uh, like the lucky seven yeah. line, both of those, I think just stick out. Like they just, they look very striking, you know, um, lucky seven almost has like a 1792 kind of thing going on with their bottle shape. Yeah. But then they have like a more casino-y, like almost a garish look that it just, it's cool. It's different. Um, yeah, I, I invite more, more colors and stuff like that in the space we talked about how like how rise are always green and stuff mm-hmm. and it is nice to know that just looking at it it's nice that there's a shared language there but it's just nice whenever i don't know more like typically like feminine colors or weird patterns and stuff like that are introduced Pinhook is good at that too yeah with like their patterns and colors and stuff because of the different race horses so yeah yeah stand on the shelf cool well, yeah, we- I'm interested to see other offerings if, you know, the colors on the other bottles, because that would stand out on a shelf. Let's say, you know, one was like a greenish or, you know, purple, like it would almost it would like be- the Weller when they're lined up next. To yeah, time. exactly. Yeah. Cool. Well, do we want to get into the whiskey? Let's do it. Let's do it. it. So this is again, this is one I've not had it before. This is my first taste of it. Um, I got the bottle a while back and wanted to uh, wait until the three of us could drink it together for me to have my first pour of it. You get a lot of alcohol on the nose. Like, it's very prevalent 
the alcohol ethanol scent. I get a little like sweet corn, like mellow corn type smell a little bit too. I almost get like a green apple on the neck. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I get a lot of that too. I almost get like a uh, like grape Kool-Aid as well, just a hint. Mm. I could see that. I, like almost if you open up the pouch and you smell the powder version where it's really like kind of uh, potent, you know, more potent. I just definitely a, get just a yeah. little bit. But it's part of that green apple, I think. Weirdly, it's like a refreshing nose. It does, but a strong alcohol note to it as well, right? Like, yeah, I'm not saying that that's good or bad. I just want to make sure that it is positive. But, but you get you you know you're drinking some whiskey. Yep. You know that's what's in your glass. Nice legs. When I poured this, this is just maybe a weird throwaway. Uh, note, but there was more bubbles in this from having poured it. I feel like I pour them always the same way, but whatever that means, there was <laughs> there was bubbles in this guy. Well, that's because <laughs> I farted in your bottle. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And then <laughs> <laughs> he, he pooped in the bottle, dude. No, I farted. Whenever I open it up, it stayed in there because it had settled into the liquid. That's right. That's- <laughs> It's kind of like you, you've seen how they add the, the bubbles to like Coca-Cola and stuff, right? Like they slam the CO2 into it. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I, exactly what I did with your bottle of whiskey. <laughs> and they sent us this bottle tonight to have. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. This is unsponsored. It's not. No, this is not sponsored. <laughs> they will not fart in your whiskey. Right, I wonder dude? why. I don't understand it. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Is that something we said? (laughs) (laughs) What was uh, Colorado school shooting whiskey? Which one was that? Stranahan's? Or any any Colorado whiskey, I guess. No, what was it? Well, we were talking about Stranahan's, but... (laughs) Laws? I think so, yeah. All right, so what do you say we go ahead and give it a sip? Let's do it. I would love to. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers, guys. A little bit of, I was talking about grape earlier, a little bit of raisin on the palate. A little bit. I was was taken aback by how, how spicy it is. I was I didn't expect it to be like really spicy on the palate, but it is extremely palate, uh, extremely spicy on my tongue and within my mouth. Not even saying that that's a good or a bad thing, just saying that that's what I noticed about it on that first sip and like a grassy flavor. You got like a earthy, grassy flavor yeah i see the grape you're talking about steven there are hints of that apple still that we got on the nose it's almost dry like a like a like a dark coffee without cream or sugar in a very subtle sweetness to it too it's not like an overpowering sweetness that's what i I'm noticed saying. that yeah the very first sip was very sweet and then 
during the finish, that's when it's like, oh man, this is dry and spicy. Yeah. Interesting. White in color. It is. Especially to what we've done lately. 100 proof and then, yeah. And four years old, right? Mm-hmm. would think it'd be a little bit darker, but I'm okay with it. I think a darker color, would it would... Maybe they do that with a purpose, because if it's too dark, it'll just completely blend into the label. I don't know. I'm probably not thinking that way. It's spicy. Yeah, it is. Very spicy. Yeah. And like uh like the sweetness I, I mentioned earlier, I like I called it a subtle sweetness. I would call it a either a fruit sweetness or a honey sweetness. That's the type of sweetness I'm getting from it. Not a caramel or a toffee or something like that. But a, yeah. a lighter sweetness to it. Again, not a good or a bad thing, just describing so people get what I'm saying. Yeah. Not a very long finish. No. It's to me it's like a powerful finish, powerful but short finish with a strong quick hug. Thoughts? It's like it's like two masculine dudes. <laughs> they don't want to be too girly, but they give each other a quick. It's a bro hug with a <laughs> and, and, and as like a slap on the back when you're doing it, just to make yeah. sure it's not it's not gay. Yeah, it's like brothers <laughs> in sure law. No homo hugging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's accurate. So oh, I oh, my camera going. You good? It looked like it was starting to. It was starting to, and you fixed yeah. it. Yeah, and then I I told it. I said, "Hey, stay in focus, bitch. You stop it. Stop <laughs> it right now. I will punch if you, you." put if you put anything in front of your face, even something transparent, it's like enough for it to go like this isn't a face. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a human. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I have to show you something. I hope you guys love it as much as I love it. Uh, Saturday night, Annie had a. Uh, an event that was benefiting the Humane Society. She didn't organize it or set it up. Um, somebody else did. And so it's like a third party thing that they did on behalf of the Humane Society. And this was an art auction. And there was live auction stuff and there was silent auction stuff. And let me tell you, thank God they put this painting on the silent auction portion because had it been live, I would have overspent like a motherfucker. Because I love this goddamn painting. Look at how perfect this painting is. <laughs> oh. It's got That's the it. three That's legs good. on this side and one on this side and the two. I am not saying that this is the highest quality piece of art. I'm saying that this is a piece of art that I fucking love. <laughs> what would Frank what would Frank Reynolds call it in character, uh yeah. Steven? Well, how would how would he rate this? What's his name? He would, he'd say Ango Gablogian. He'd be like, <laughs> "This I love. <laughs> I love that. I love the flat yellow background. That's how oh, yeah. 
Bob Ross started everything with a f- nice flat yellow, matte yellow, <laughs> and then he'd go from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is that's the that's the foundation with which you make your art. And was that painted by someone locally? Yeah. Yeah. My mom collects bear stuff, and there's a famous we always got her bear stuff, obviously. And there was a famous bear she was given. It's like this porcelain, uh, it's like pottery, it's maybe ceramic uh, panda that it looks off when you just look at it. And you're just like, well, what is, what is that? I think somebody got it at a yard sale. The quality that you're noticing is that the colors are actually reversed on the panda. They're the wrong way around. And it was, there's a little tag on the bottom or something. And it says it was actually made by inmates at like a mental facility <laughs> so literally like a like a crazy person uh probably not the correct term made my mom this like you know it, it, through the through the years it ended up getting to my mom and it's just like this panda with reversed colors that uh is now famous in her house I'm like oh yeah that's the mental institution panda <laughs> you know i don't know that i don't know that i've ever noticed that pandas are supposed to be a certain color pattern i thought maybe they were kind yeah. of like zebras right like the only reason I know that is because we were always trying to place what it was yeah. about it being off. And then we like looked it up and we were like, oh, like the colors are actually reversed from what you would normally see. Yeah. It's, it's an I inverted pantheon. <laughs> I trusted you, dude. I figured you were right, right? Like, like that's not something that you'd just like pull out of your ass and bullshit. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I love my painting. There it's you go. Painting, dude. I don't know why you don't have that as the centerpiece behind you now. Because I just bought it on Saturday. I had a busy Sunday. Right. But it just seems like the kind of thing that as soon as you got home, you would take down that clock and put up the painting. Give me some time, dude. I got to rearrange some shit. Quit putting pressure on me, man. Okay. (laughs) Well, would you mind for the rest of this episode, would you mind putting it up back there on the display? No. I can do that. <laughs> okay. Just temporarily. I just like looking it's not at gonna it. Be, it's not going to like, it's not going to be like a level and everything. Right. So like, okay. Oh no, that'll look bad, Dan. Exactly. I want to, <laughs> I want to do this fine piece of art justice by having it centered and everything. Dan paid $2,000 for it. Hey, it's for a good cause. So I actually paid. 10- That's pretty centered. That's pretty centered, actually, like all yeah. things considered. Yeah. It's crooked, though. <laughs> it's crooked, though. Well, now it's working. Reminds, reminds me of the Better Call Saul line when it does the JM. I think it's impossible <laughs> for it to be hung straight, if I'm going to be honest with you, um, which is okay by me. That's part of the, part of the art. Um, I paid $10 for it, but I can tell you, had it been as part of the live auction, I'd have kept going to like probably a hundred or, or more more, depending like, like if I was going against an old lady that probably knits and I, I'd have gone real, I'd, I'd have gone too high. And that's the income disparity in this country. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should we, uh, should we go ahead and rate this before we get fucked? You know, I think we probably should. Should <laughs> I go first just side. to get it out of the way? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll go. 
I'm going to go with a 5-7. I'm not a fan. Not a fan. It's, um, there's, there's nothing special about it. There's, it's perfectly fine. It's, um, there's nothing overly interesting about it. There's also nothing negative about it. Um, I think they could make it a little bit more, um, how do I put this? Good. <laughs> good. Yeah. They could make it more good. Uh, would be fine. But no, it's just, um, yeah, there's just nothing special about it. Like to me, it tastes like it's well over a hundred proof as far as like the alcohol content goes, but that it's under a hundred proof based on the palate characteristics. Um, and flavors that I'm getting. So I'm at a 5.7, and uh, I don't regret having bought the bottle, but I'm just having a hard time seeing what there is about it that I would recommend to someone. So, therefore, 5.7. Ryan, I'll go next if you don't mind, just to so I can push it through. Um, I think I'm going to give it a 6.6, because 6, uh, I thought about 6.5, and I was like, I'm going to give it a notch better, because... I do think there's some redeeming qualities to it. Um, and like last week, um, I didn't really like that bottle because, which was the uh, Chattanooga 111, because it, to me, it was just, I, I, I would prefer the environment of like a Jim Beam white label and drinking that instead. And in this case, I think I like it a pretty good notch above Jim Beam white label. I think that it's, the taste of it will probably get lost in the crowd. I don't know that it stands out a lot. If I were to do a blind, I don't know that it would hold up, but I still do think that it's, it's above average, um, whiskey wise. And, um, I would be interested. It's in the range where I'm interested to try their other stuff, you know, which is really all I can ask, I guess. Um, how much did you say this was Dan? 50. I think that's a little steep, but you're probably paying the craft tax a little bit. And if you're from Ohio, the issue is Ohio is, is rife with choices. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're proud of the state and whatnot and want to try it out, I wouldn't discourage you from that. I still think that it's, um, a good bottle. So if you don't mind spending a little extra, um, you know, sometimes you have to pay as you know, with that painting, Dan, sometimes you have to pay to get quality. You so, do. You, you so. can't get shit like that for a dollar. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. You can get a fine piece of art like that, but not for a dollar. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 6.6 6 for me. I'll go a little higher. I'm going to go 7.0 on the dot. I actually enjoy it. The more I drink it, I think it's less spicy and more refreshing and crisp. I get nice apple notes. There's a nice like earthy undertone to it and it balances out well. This is a whiskey I can just pour in a glass and drink all day probably and not really get sick of it not be over the top over the moon in love with it but it does the job i like it i think it's two points higher than a jim beam white label i do think it should probably be aged a little bit to get a, a nice little color on that their packaging's great um and i know they're probably relatively newer to the whiskey game over the past when i don't even know when they they came out it's got to be in the last decade right so i think they're 15 years old at this 15 years so they're at that point now where things should start getting good. Um, and 
judging from their website, they have a they have a lot of different options. And um, even when I'm done scoring it, I think uh, Dan, if you like, want to go to their website and share the screen, they have some really cool looking bottles. I think their packaging is top notch, and it looks like they're doing all the right things. Uh, just age it a little a little more, maybe a higher proof to see if you get a little more complexity to it because it is very just you know middle of the road. It's good. Um, you could put it in for a cocktail, and it's just you know a regular Manhattan or old. It's not going to blow your socks off, but it's enough to do the job. So uh, I'm going to give it a seven point oh. all right yeah i know oh you got me (laughs) 